Welcome to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 26A, The Darkest of Betrayals. You you took you took my Beastmaster grouping I was gonna take. Wait, Someone guys, took- guys, 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 this is great, you know, material for when we're actually recording. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> recording. What do we say about I technically I'm recording right now, but I haven't done like the intro, so I thought you did a random bullshit. Do we, we ever do an intro or does it just Welcome to Steam Powered Scoundrels? <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> Nate, Nate did, <laughs> they did the intro. But you gotta finish it out though. Oh god, no. <laughs> don't leave me with that kind of power. <laughs> I hope you don't mean me. You have no idea what I'm no, doing. Then you have to say who you are and then introduce everyone else on this on the podcast. I don't know who I am. <laughs> Welcome to Steam Powered Scoundrels. I'm your host, Doug. With me today is Nate McBeans. <laughs> First this time. Wow. He didn't Ugh. even say hi. Come on. Beans. That's rude. Good enough. Uh, as well as Mr. Easy. Hi. It's it's DZ. Or Dane Zeke, if you prefer. That's it. Okay. He's the guardian. Do I do the next I don't No, know. no, 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 that's fine. Don't, don't worry. Sorry, did you want prep work? We could have prepped you. I asked, and you gave me a big list of bullshit, so I didn't. <laughs> no, I mean, like, work. like what we do here, which is not, like, anything serious. No, I know what you do. Okay. He's listening to episodes, presumably. Yeah. No, he's just, giving, yeah. he's just giving us money without actually listening <laughs> to anything we put <laughs> out. He just randomly <laughs> chooses <move>. Patreon. <laughs> yeah. He just support does, like, your local oh, and local creators in this trying time. This is this is a high Patreon episode today. Oh, oh yeah, and we got even more on the next one. All right, uh, rounding up the actual participants in this is Eli the Food Bastard. Uh, more like Food Master. <laughs> we can send you to Bean Jail again. We can send you to Bean Jail. Okay. Uh, and with me is Victoria, who's color Hello. commentating. She didn't participate in this, but she likes making snide remarks as much as I do, so she's hanging around. Yay. Today she has the cat ear headphones on, not me. <laughs> I almost cat always, ear. I almost not cat always, ear. I almost always have the cat headphones, so. Okay, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about a fun little game that I came up with and was not at all inspired by anyone else. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> well, 100% steam-powered scoundrels original. Yes. Especially uh, the name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay, we did a draft. And, uh, okay, as much as everyone said nice things about me, I, in fact, took inspiration from the Swamp Fiends and Schemes and Stones. Because that looked like a lot of fun. So we go ahead, went ahead and did our own, and we changed up the rules a little bit. For funsies, and so that we weren't just repeating what other folks had done. And so we really like how it turned out. And we are going to go ahead and regale you with all the things we drafted. As well as kind of just, you know, shit talk each other. And go over kind of our end results and some of the cool things we collected. We will also be recording another session with the rest of the participants at a later date. And we'll either combine them into one big mega episode or split off into... Two separate ones, depending on the length of time. Okay, good. We are recording. <laughs> are we missing Eli? I was. I thought Eli was going to be on this one. 
He is. Yeah, where's Eli at? I have no idea where Eli is. I, I appreciate that you noticed that I was missing, and you didn't notice that he was missing, though. E- Eli is right here. Oh. Hi, I'm Eli. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about Nate, then? Nate's right here, too. Oh, you're, you see, I was expecting two different things on the mic list. <laughs> Are we... <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> there is one too few mic person. I'm, Victoria I'm is sharing the mic with me. Yes. Okay, yeah. got it. Hi. <laughs> got it. I'm she keeping it on that edge. <laughs> that, is, that is gold. That is sticking in the recording. <laughs> Keep it. Is this enough for? Okay. I was talking uh, Let me let me read the rules. Let me be the rules guy here. All right. So y'all <sighs> y'all stay quiet. All right. We have decided to name this the Big Foe King Build a Faction Draft. The Big Foe King Build a Faction Draft is a build a faction game with draft elements using the models and game mechanics from Malifaux Third Edition. It is a snake draft consisting of 10 rounds where up to 7 players draft masters, models, and upgrades until each has 8 unique masters, a set of versatile models, and a set of upgrades. For each round, a player has one of four options. First, they can draft a master that they do not own from a faction they have not drafted from. This master cannot be one drafted from the same faction by another player. They may also choose to instead draft the versatile models from a faction that has not been drafted by another player. In the same way, they may draft all the general upgrades from a faction as long as those upgrades have not been drafted by another player. Lastly, each player is allotted one Red Joker. They may use this in any round to draft a single master that has already been drafted by only one other player, and it is not a dual faction master. This master will act as a dual faction master between both players. Once all 10 rounds are complete, players will also fill out their faction with all the models their masters would be able to hire or summon as though they were declared in the faction they were drafted from. So that's a lot of words, and basically I just tried to cover my butt as much as possible. What what's saying is that you're getting 8 masters, 7 of which have to be from unique factions. The 8th is going to be a model you kind of steal from another person. So this is kind of your um, get-out-of-jail-free card. This is your way of like getting that one master that sort of makes everything else click. That's what the Red Joker was supposed to be. I would say share over steal, because they still get to have it. Um, It's not like you're taking it from them. But you're stealing the satisfaction of being the only person to have that master. (laughs) Got it. I'm going to need that written down in this rules. <laughs> also, on second review of the rules and thinking back on it, and I know we're pretty late in the draft and not thinking that hard about it, uh, the rule about not using your red joker on dual faction masters was broken twice. Okay. Oh, it was, wasn't it? By Whoops. me. By, by two people in this particular <laughs> podcast group. Yeah. You know what? I'm okay with that going. I mean, the idea was is that you would only there would only be a master would only show up in two factions ever. Yeah, the one I did, he was only picked from Neverborn. Yep. So, oh, that's fine. Zoraida shows up three times though. Well, they want to share in the sexiness. That's true. Yeah. Well, I guess it just shows how cool Zoraida is. Let's go Kalati, but no, we'll <laughs> do that later. I told you. <laughs> I guess the other interesting thing is that yeah, we're, we're including the, ver- 
Yes, foreshadowing. We're including versatiles as an option as opposed to masters and upgrades because I kind of wanted to get a sense for how important those are to people. And unlike masters, once one's gone, there's no way to get the versatiles or upgrades. And so it really changed up how things went, and it was kind of an exciting result to see what people scramble suddenly for all the upgrades or all the versatiles. And I guess the last thing is the idea that these are supposed to be models that you can eventually tax in to other masters in your keyword. I'm not entirely sure how Swamp Fiends did it, but Schemes and Stones actually played games, but I think they were restricted to only models within that keyword. And this is a case of just break the game. I want you to try to break the game with the most absurd combos you can think of. <laughs> so yeah, you can draft in that one model for an extra soul stone that just suddenly renders your keyword godlike. Go ahead. That's the kind of idea behind this. And I guess if you guys give us a lot of feedback, a lot of positive feedback on this, we will play some games. I kind of want to. I kind of want to, too, but it's also, it would also just be an absolute nightmare of upkeep. But that also, I would that's love to also play any game. <laughs> what? I would love to play any game, whether it's in the draft or otherwise. Aww. Also, I want to point out that this this dual faction Red Joker rule was broken three times because Lucas McCabe was also Red Jokered. Okay. It's yeah, McCabe. This explorer the other doesn't exist in this case. No, it doesn't. Boo. Okay. Just saying. Not yet. I mean, this wouldn't be this wouldn't be Steam Pirate Scoundrels if we weren't breaking rules. Like we were especially breaking to... rules technically. <laughs> yeah. This would be scheme scheme powered scheme scheme powered stone drills. Scheme-powered scheme scoundrels. <laughs> scheme-powered force? Without us attempting to implement rules and then just not caring halfway through. <laughs> that's exactly that's what we the dedica- that that's, brand. that's the dedication you that expect you get. from us. Very professional. Do okay. you have a charger? Um, there is a cable in that drawer, and I can plug it into my laptop. As long as I don't actually unplug my uh, talkie into the microphone. <laughs> Yes. Ah, the technical term. Talkie into. <laughs> the talkie, talkie into. into uh, the wonderful gift that thing. proves that I have the best friends ever. Yes. Yeah. The bestest of friends. That's the... Oh. Is this it? Hooray. Stare <laughs> <laughs> to see if the light goes off on the microphone or not. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we still hear you talking, so your talkie yeah. into is uh, still working there, boss. <laughs> yes. Although I imagine it being like a bomb defusal in a movie where he's like, which USB cable do I pull? The red one or the blue one? Zoom the in on his face. Into. Sweating profusely. I mean, Victoria's I'm... over there with a manual just like flipping through pages. Dotting his forehead with a rag. <laughs> they have to bring in one of the babies. <laughs> we can only get a tiny baby into this slot. Okay, Briar, whatever you do, don't grab the red wire. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> my impression of your baby. I mean, that's pretty accurate. It's pretty, it's that's pretty accurate spot on. most babies. <laughs> they don't have a whole lot of uh, differential in the noises they make. Yeah, he just grabs, he grabs a handful of wires, pulls them all into his mouth. Just hold on to your foot and scream. <laughs> Okay. All right. I don't know where that went. <laughs> so it went here. 
Um, we are now. For full disclosure of who participated and to give you an idea of the order things are going in, we did a random selection of order. And Nate went first. After that was the Nick Westbrook. Oh, the Nick Westbrook. Oh, the Nick Westbrook. 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 We're tired. I've had an entire it's... seltzer. And we this has got me done. Nick the Tip Westbrook. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll let them introduce themselves as their own names later. Then, oh, yours truly, Mr. The Scoundrels, in third place. After that, I'm reading Roman Heckenberger. Then, Brian Schemes of Schemes and Stones. Then Dane Leergard. Yes. And after that, Eli. Yep. Yes. So obviously it went down the list, and then Eli picked again, and then it went back up the list easy. With Brian, no Roman. delays whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all did not start drinking on the first night, thinking that that was going to be when most of the stuff happened. Only to be Super. totally delayed until the next morning. We got like doing a thing round. sober, which is basically torture. A single round in, and people were working, so there's some pretty big delays. But we got it done like within the span of a day. Yeah. The next time, the next time we do this, if we have more time to prep, it still would be nice to have a single recording with everyone. Yeah. Going over. Yeah. The, yeah, the good thing about day two is I managed to like not be doing anything at work. So <laughs> awesome. Mm. So most days for me. Ugh, I wish. Okay. Um, so yeah, that'll be the four of us, and then next week will be the three, and as also, well, yeah. hopefully next week, also me. I'll, I don't know if I'll be going back over my picks or not. And then we'll also just you know talk about Seamus, the the eighth person that just got all the crap no one wanted, and how awful his faction is. Nate, wow. what was the first Nate. thing you drafted? I picked Ten Thunders Versatiles, because why wouldn't you? Boo. I mean, why it's, wouldn't you? There's lots there's of like, good choices. The worst. <laughs> there's lots of good choices, but Ten Thunders Versatiles, like, as far as a first pick, I knew that was yeah. going to go fast. It's a, I could, it's a Especially, I could feel it in Roman's brain and go, nah, if I don't take that, he's taking it. <laughs> he's got two rounds before I go again. He's grabbing it one of those two times. Aren't you essentially the same person at this point? Exactly, and that's why I was taking it, because I was going first. <laughs> so, you know, the idea of including these sort of things in the draft has already, you know, shaken things up with a versatile's pick. Round one, first pick. I can I can put Yasunori and a Tanuki in every crew I build now. Disgusting. <laughs> I, wait, I read that Yasunori sucks now. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's, he's garbage. <laughs> that's why I have them in my crew and it'll be fine. No one will care. Seven years dungeon. No trials. Okay, um, then me, uh, out of the people here, I was next in third. And I went and picked Charles Hoffman out of the guild. And my reasoning for that is that I had a particular strategy in mind. A particular faction that I wanted to build. And because of the person in second, uh, who I cannot be mad at because he's the greatest man ever, uh, took my first round pick that I really, really wanted, I had to go with the other one that I desperately needed if this whole thing was supposed to work out. So Charles Hoffman became my pick. A solid, solid pick from Guild. Not the best Guild master out there, but he had what I wanted, and he wasn't the worst. And as far as factions with the worst, you probably don't want to be stuck with your ass in the wind and guild. So that yeah. ended up being yeah. my pick. 
Coming back around to pick number six from Dane, what'd you go with? Uh, I picked Zoraida from Bayou. So my strategy was pick all the masters that I have and have played, first of all. That was my goal number one. And number number two was was just to pick the things that the internet says are, are OP. So I love Zoraida. Uh, she was one of my mains in 2E, and uh, playing her too much in the beta may have caused my friend to quit the game entirely. Oh, oh. boy. Good job. Yeah, so I, I had to find someone else to... I actually had to convince my friend to buy into the game, who has never played miniature games before, or painted. And then, now, he's, now he's spending enough on all the, the sales to like get all the free stuff, including oh. like the, the old Hannah. I thought you were so. going to follow that up with, and then I beat him with Zoraida, and he quit. <laughs> actually, I threatened him with Zoraida the other day, but uh, we can't actually play a physical game yet, oh. obviously. Ew. But, uh, yeah. So, God bless obsessive personalities, though. <laughs> right. Okay. I do want to have a meta, meta question, though. Like, so you introduced this red Joker concept so that you were, you would be able to get a master even if it had been picked, but the red Joker was not applicable to the versatiles and upgrades. So, people picking versatiles and upgrades early, you can't take it as a like a complete pure sign that those are more important than an individual master because masters have a little bit of leeway when those things don't. Yeah, but I also assumed that masters in general would also be more desirable than three cards or a couple maybe decent models. Yeah. I I kind of, I just wanted to see where they would set. Yeah. And um, yeah, they might have been further down on the list if you could have taken them twice, but there was no real mechanic for that. Okay. Or if the Red Joker wasn't a thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious how that would turn out, but yeah. And I mean, it was also it was also the good fortune that it was, you know, exactly seven of us, so there was yeah. seven factions, seven versatiles, seven upgrades, so there's no point to putting Red Joker rules on that. Right. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Eli, you were the last in round one. Alright, so I went with the uh, Ten Thunders upgrades because... <laughs> uh, well, I mean, honestly, I would have gone with Ten Thunders versatiles if they were available. But with basically the same idea as Nate, go with something that's going to be helpful no matter what I get. It's like, what why are, not? are they good? They're they're a little good. They're they're all right. I've heard I've heard people use them sometimes. All of them. <laughs> I'm honestly just curious because I haven't I haven't heard much talk about the Ten Thunders upgrades, and I was surprised. Oh to see God! Have you not heard us bitch about them constantly? <laughs> I tried to tone you out whenever possible, but now I'm listening. <laughs> Ow. You're my hero, DZ. My feelings. <laughs> Why are people so mean to me today? Because we love you. Seriously, okay. I've heard more bitching about Arcanist upgrades, and those those don't show up for a little bit yet. I, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's weird that the Arcanist upgrades, well, I, mean, I don't want to say anything about it, but you know. I was shocked to see what happened to them. I, I, think, yeah. I think the case is the Arcanist upgrades, they're good, but they aren't like pull your hair out frustrating for your opponent. Yeah. Sure, but they also have, like, the number one, like, complaint about the Arcanists to me is, like, well, you always just get seven cards. Put that on a model I, that, you know, you can kill. Just kill the dang model. Yeah, I feel I feel like that belongs to Arcanists. That's always been an Arcanist thing. Like, sure. Yeah, I'm not it, opposed to it in principle. And I, I also don't mind that that also allows us all to bitch about Arcanists. 
Yeah, I suppose if it wasn't that, it'd be something else. So yeah, like it, it's a good balance thing. Like Arcanists have seven card hands, and we get to bitch about it. That's life. That's fair. Okay, Eli, you're first up in round two. Yes, uh, the round that had no delay whatsoever. <laughs> You had oh, wait, out yourself. the seventh we were, and eighth pick, and you had like several hours between those. Two. Uh, we were we prodded you so hard. In my defense, just, uh, yeah. there was an emergency. Yeah, like it's understandable, but we were like we we, we were we got on you fast because we knew like if we didn't try to get you to respond to it, you wouldn't do it, and you still had an emergency to deal with, and it's like oh, prodding and prodding. Here we are waiting. All right. <laughs> That's fine. Who'd you pick? I chose Guild Lucius because I wanted to be able to bring some crazy random combo with Agent 46 and or Doppelganger. Mmm. And I knew right. that I wanted something else from Neverborn. I didn't really want anything else from Guild, so it seemed like a good thing to steal early. Yeah. That's a good point. All right. Access to Mimic is big. Yeah. Uh, why did you pick it from Guild as opposed to Neverborn? Any reason? Because he wanted I had drummer. that I wanted from Neverborn, and nothing else that I wanted from Guild, so... Gotcha. Alright, uh... God, okay, just, is it Dan or DZ? Which do you prefer? Both. Either. Dan, fuck! Pick yeah. one! <laughs> You've Dane, been had. Dane DZ. Dane DZ. Dane DZ. Dane DZ. Learguard. Mr. Learguard, what was your pick for round Ooh. two? It was Charles Hoffman from uh, Arcanists, because that's the Arcanist that I have. And also that, uh, like, there was another pick that I wanted from Guild, and I didn't want to... Like, there, there was fewer things in Arcanists that I was comfortable with. Like, I'm, you know, I got the, the Nightmare Box for my Fang, and uh, I have Mark... I got a little bit of Marcus experience in before we couldn't leave our house. So if Hoffman had been chosen from Arcanists, I had one backup, but that was it. So... Um, I just went with that, and, our, and I think Hoffman is underrated, and I was aiming to get some construct game going outside of Hoffman as well, so... Cool. Yeah, it was a, it was half comfort and half opportunity. And I think Hoffman's a very solid master. He's in a spot where, like, I don't think anyone's calling for him to be broken, but he's definitely not needing any sort of support either. He's, he's just good. He's a solid B, I would say. The power token mechanic is one of my favorites in in the new edition like i just love the way that it works and i think it was a great like a great game design success in how like how the the fluff and the lore and the idea of the crew is implemented in the game okay so we go up to me i was fifth in this round two selection and i am genuinely surprised i managed to get this pick i'm still surprised i did because because we have brand schemes and I, I'm starting to forget what his real last name is. He had two chances to pick up this character, and he didn't. So I grabbed Eleazar Leviticus. Wait, yeah, Brian didn't surprising. grab Levi? Yeah, Brian didn't grab Levi. Ugh. And the jerk could have, could have completed the weird, you know, Twilight Zone circle we had and drafted Ironsides, but he didn't. <laughs> what a butt. Is that what you were relying on? No, but I thought, I was like, hey, that'd be kind of funny if that happened. This fit really well into my strategy, but I was 100% assuming that I had to pick someone else from Outcast, which would have been fine, but hey, he was still there, and like, he's a good master. I guess you could say there's sort of, 
I guess you could sort of say that round one was my ultimate shield and round two was my ultimate sword. They, those two pair well nicely together yeah. in that sense. <clears throat> so that's how I went with that. And Nate, you were the last person in round two. What'd you go with? Yeah, so um, this was the start of what the I call uh, Doug taking all of my picks um, <laughs> trend. Um, since Doug took Guild Hoffman, I I jumped on uh, Thunder's Jan Lo, because Jan Lo's ridiculously good, and I think severely underrated for what he is. And I didn't know what else I really wanted or cared about in 10 Thunders, so I was like, eh, I like Jan Lo. We'll go with him. Okay, dope. Uh, what about round three? You started off that one. And then round three, I saw the writing on the wall. We had three three guild masters already taken, so I took the summoner and went with Dashel. It was also really good, and not much else left in guild that I wanted. Okay, I went next. Te- well, technically, in this group, I went next. And uh, I started a slight trend here. I grabbed the Neverborn Versatile models. I'm sure a lot of people, once you've, if you haven't figured out my strategy, or when you do figure it out, will wonder why I picked went with these ones instead of Arcanists. And this was partially because I kind of wanted to step out of my comfort zone. I realized Arcanist versatiles are really, really good. But there's a couple one in Neverborn that I really wanted to, like, squeeze the juice out of. And I thought I really could do it with this particular strategy. So I went with them. They're, they're, they're good, they're good versatiles in there. And of course, hey, you know what would just be really, really awful if I have a, Really good model that's really good at healing really, really well in a Leviticus crew. But there's nothing like that in Neverborn Versatiles, is there? No. Or like Hinomatsu and a Hoffman crew. <laughs> there you go. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Big yikes. So that's what I picked. And then the subsequent ones we'll get to then the next one. Also grab Versatile models. Cool. All right. Uh, Mr. Learguard. Yeah, so I'm a main Neverborn player, and I would have been happy with a lot of the Neverborn Masters, but at this point, I'm sixth of seven, so I knew that uh, Eli was going to have two picks, and then I was going to get another one. So my first pick here would have been my next one, but I knew that Eli couldn't take it, so I took this instead. And it's uh, Titania, because I think she's... she A, she's a comfort pick for me, because I've probably played her the most in third edition, but also I think she's just really reliable and solid for terrible players like me. Uh, she's she's very forgiving. She's She can get out of situations and into situations more easily, and if you make a mistake while playing her, you're not just dicked like you can be with, with uh, several of the other Neverborn Masters, so uh, I thought it was time to grab her because I wasn't sure if she would still be there uh, around the next cycle. Alright, Eli? I went with Dreamer because it had been <laughs> stressful enough already not going two rounds without picking Dreamer. Kept us in suspense, though. Yeah, there was, there was everyone that kept assuming that that was going to be my, my first pick, and when I didn't yeah, pick that, like... they assumed second pick. So, yeah, I went with Dreamer, and then uh, I would have loved to have Neverborn Versatiles, but they were taken. Huh. So I went with Arcanist Versatiles. Uh, because why wouldn't I want to have Soulstone Miners? Yeah, I mean, hey, you picked Dreamer. That means you still have Serena Bowman. I still have Serena. So, like, you're fine. I've got, uh, I've got Doppelganger with Lucius. Yep. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> Just for um, bookkeeping, we are on the top of round four at this point. Yes. Eli has yeah, just right. picked Arcanist Versatiles. You know, really great Versatiles from the best faction. I'm surprised they lasted this long. I love a best faction. 
<laughs> Shut up, Except this is my podcast. Scoreboards, let's check the the USFT rankings. Oof. I'm not going to do that. Somebody else. <laughs> no one's going to do that. All right. Mr. Learguard. I picked Arcanist Upgrades because you get a free seventh card in every game and you can uh, regenerate soul stones. And at this point, I felt confident that I had a, had enough constructs in my faction and I was going to continue to try to get some more that I'd be able to make use of Diesel Engine as well. You only have Hoffman at this point. Yeah, but that's a lot, though. Okay, fair. You, you, you made this point when I was asking about like the different upgrades in chat and, and you said that one-third of the upgrades wasn't as useful if you didn't have a good number of constructs in your faction. And uh, Hoffman is really good, and I'm likely to take Peacekeeper or a couple others. Like, you know, Warden it can be a good out-of-keyword hire, depending on, like, what you're coming up against. So I was confident I'd be able to, like, get a couple uses out of Diesel Engine, and the other ones are really, like, why I picked Arcanist upgrades in the first place. So that didn't concern me. But yeah, I said that specifically to try to get you away from picking the upgrades, damn it. Oh. It was, I mean, they're yeah. good upgrades, but you only can it use was a two ploy. of them. Mm. It backfired well, on me. That, yeah, that went you only get to use two of them, but one of them has Arcane Reservoir. It does. I did notice that. How dare. Terrible. That's okay. That's fine. There's plenty of good upgrades out there. Ten Thunders upgrades are good. Arcanist upgrades are good. However, another set of upgrades went, and at that point I was like, well, crap. Yeah, if I uh, of the seven picks this round, five of them are upgrades. Yeah, this is the upgrades round. Round four is the upgrades round. I decided that I'd grab something good while I had the chance. And you know what's actually pretty good upgrades? And even better when you're not stuck playing them with uh, little green men? Buy you upgrades. So I went ahead and grabbed those, because who doesn't like that obscene stuff, because it's it's really good stuff, and I think it's more abusable outside of the Gremlins fashion. I think in general, like, once you have more models, if you can curate what models are going to be in your faction, some of the worst upgrade sets become more viable. But, um, yeah, also, like, just throwing a trench giant trench coat and a gremlin on, uh, like, a size 3 model, or, like, uh, a size 4 guardian throwing Howard Langston into your face, crap like that. What is the worst model in your faction to put 12 cups of coffee on? Uh, like, like just abusable? Yeah. Like any of the masters, really, just because they're so hardy and you're turning off I mean, bonus he, actions. He has Brewmaster, who's already good with 12 cups of coffee. Like, any of the in-your-face masters can really make 12 cups of coffee work really well. Mayfang is a good one in his faction. <laughs> like, that would just be terrifying. Yeah, I mean, ignore everything else on the card. Being able to turn off bonus actions is worth the two soul stones in my mind. Yup. Okay, that was me. Uh, Nate, you were last in round four. What'd you go for? Uh, yeah, speaking of Doug taking things I wanted, um, <laughs> I wanted my Bayou upgrades, but I couldn't have those, and I didn't want to get stuck with the last remaining set of Outcast upgrades, so I went ahead and took the uh, the second stringer guild upgrades, which are okay. Gives me uh what do we got? Leadline coat in there. There's some there's some interesting stuff I figured that might be useful and again, didn't really want to get stuck with the outcast stuff. Leadline coat is really good. Yeah. Like exactly. You're, you're always gonna get use out of it. Exactly. That's um, why I went like, with that. The outcast upgrades aren't bad either. 
which is the weird thing. Depends on who you ask. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Not the biggest fan of the Outcast upgrades, like Sir and Dark Powers. But, I mean, there's some there's some interesting stuff in those, but I think as far as like, that, I think I still think Outcast upgrades are probably the the bottom of like that the upgrade. Group. I can, I can. Although the Rezzer ones, I feel, are maybe a bit more specific, unless the wi- unless you have the Whisper, which is really good. Mm. Landline Code's yeah. good. The one, um, No Prisoners, is good depending on if you have, like, a shooty minion that can make good use out of it. Which I have Samurai. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. I had some I had some good stuff going on there, so um, the guild, I think the guild upgrades actually work pretty well for me. Ex- expert marksman is the only. I guess samurai can use that as as well. I mean, for armor piercing and expert shot, yeah, why not? Yeah, that like me grabbing. Uh, I'll get to it later. Never mind. Okay, round five. I like you, I like guild upgrades. And then I was top of round five as well, so I went with a comfort pick and took outcast zip because. I didn't know what else I was going to take an outcast, and I wanted, you know, I like Zip. I, I know how to use Zip. I know where to use Zip. So, Zip was Zip was an easy pick for me. You know why to use Zip. Exactly. And I was I was trying to lay low on some of my um, specialty p- picks, which I'll get into later, that, once again, Doug disrupted a lot of. You're welcome. So, I, th- this, was, this was the round I regretted most. <laughs> because I could have started going into my specialty picks that I was kind of building for and didn't. But we'll get into that later. Yeah, you don't want to break up a pair over like 14 picks in between you and your next one or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I'm up next. I had plenty of options in Arcanists, but uh-huh. like the most obviously broken one was still there. So why, why not take Sandeep? I didn't have oh. I didn't have because a summoner yet. Feelings. Shut up. She's fine. She knows uh-huh. how much I appreciate her. Does she? Yes. Uh-huh. Heartbroken. Stand my ass off for that woman. Standing, <laughs> standing in the corner of the high school gym, uh-huh. sadly. And I never use that word. Putting on a brave face. Yep. Watching Doug dance with this uh dance with man. <laughs> <clears throat> wondering what she did wrong. Mm-hmm. Elements floating around them. Mm. Sad. Enough really. of this! The sad picture. <laughs> I pick Sandeep. He's a really good master. He's a summoner, uh-huh. which I didn't have. It's just a good <laughs> you know model. That's really good. Tony Ironside. That's really good. I heard they, that. Mr. Learguard talking about what he picked for round five. <laughs> Can we get some fan art of uh, viewers to get some fan art of Tony being sad in the corner? I picked a summoner Tanaka because I also needed Ah, a summoner. And uh, speaking of being sad in the corner, (laughs) uh, yeah. So she she is also my only Ten Thunders master. Although I guess I technically have parts of Luca or of. uh, of Jacob Lynch sitting around unassembled. Like a leg and a hand, hand or Yeah. Yeah, I lost his head actually, so I think if I remember correctly, I just put the flaming skull head on his body. Yeah, that sounds I was about to suggest that if you did. <laughs> just just like to amuse myself. And I never painted it, but like I was like, heh, that's cute. 
But uh, I picked Asami because uh, I think she's pretty good into uh, specific circumstances. Uh, and I needed a summoner for sure. And now I can take Jorgumo. I think Asami's just good in general. Like, yeah. Ugh. <clears throat> yeah, I think she's solid. I, I don't know if I have the skill with her to, to really make the most of her yet. But yeah, I think she's got a high cap. And plus, uh, I think there's some, some fuckery to be had with... Uh, like doppelgangers, which I still intended on getting somehow, and uh, several of the Onis and Flicker tokens, although I haven't identified exactly what that is yet. All right, Eli, round five. Why? I wanted... No, our... this combo's brilliant. No, yeah, this is... I I chose the next two, like, together. I chose Arcanist Marcus, uh, because I obviously couldn't choose him Neverborn, I just took Dreamer. And uh, and I chose uh, for Bayou uh, Ulix because I want to use Ulix as my master, hire Marcus as my second master, and put just a shitload of upgrades on the pigs. Okay, that's a pretty good idea. When uh, pigs fly, when Marcus is in the crew. Mm. Old Major just flying over the walls with armor uh. and horns and fangs and shit. Yeah, no, that sounds like a good idea. Stampede would be a good, although do most of the term, do most of the the pigs already have stampede? All yeah. the pigs have stampede. Okay, well, all right, all right, that's a good Does play. Need more armor? I think so. I think so. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, okay. okay. So I guess that's your round five and your round six. Good, good job. A huge difference between armor two and armor three, honestly. I think there's a huge difference between armor one and armor two, less so between armor two yes. and armor three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still though, it's armor three on a model in a crew with a lot of healing. Yeah. And a lot of self healing yeah. on Gracie with uh, eat your fill and take tear off a bite. Yeah. Like with that, she's going nowhere. I'm glad I <laughs> yeah, bought I'm Leviticus. I'd be curious to see it. Next, uh, Mr. Leargard. In round six, which we will therefore refer to as the Bayou round. You did mm-hmm. not go with uh, a Bayou pick. Well, I had I had my my Mama Z already, so I couldn't pick Bayou, nor would I have if I had the option. But uh, yeah, so you're gonna notice a trend here for the starting from the last one up through the next one, where it's the master that I have in the faction, and that's why I picked Doctor McMorning because I picked up the box. I believe before I had ever played a, a single game when I was still thinking I was going to main Guild in 2nd edition. Mm. And a good bit has changed since then. But <laughs> on the plus side, I've, uh, all indications seem to be that Dr. McMorning is pretty good. I thought he would be a good counterpick to um, if I was likely to see some crazy defensive tech. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, so I, I thought of the remaining Resurrectionists, he was a Pretty natural pick for me. Yeah, McMorning's a really good back pocket master, just yeah. in case of armor stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You took him for me, you jerk. Plus, then I get uh, what is it? The rogue necromancy. True. Damn it. Yeah. I was actually gunning for like the three poison masters. Yeah, you mentioned it. But, the, but then you screwed you that up for me. So can't have. You could spend your red joker on it. I could have, but I've picked something better. <laughs> Um, so next up was me. I went ahead and grabbed Brewmaster, because at that point, 
four Biomasters had been taken, and I wanted to grab something that was effective to my strategy instead of not. Brewmaster's generally pretty good, I think. Um, oh, yeah. It was uh, sadly more a case of like the other models he brought, which is why I grabbed him. You mean you also get Tanuki Infection? Uh, actually, it was, it was more something else, but... Your last on the list, Nate, what, uh, what, you, what you got? <sighs> well, since Eli took my Beastmaster um, combo pack idea, <laughs> and then DZ and Doug both smashed my McMorning Brewmaster poison combo I was going to get done for, <laughs> I had to really start thinking on my feet. And then I came to a, a brilliant idea. I was like, oh, there's another pair of masters who share a mechanic that I can go for since I've got the double pick. And that was Rasputina as my round six pick, and Euripides as my round seven pick. I was going for the ice pillars. So this seemed gimmicky when you announced it, but like, I actually really like some of the combos here. Like, oh, yeah. even taking, taking one or two savages into a Rasputina crew just to give you the, the ice pillar movement Take- option... Take Thune into a Rasputina crew. Oh, God. Yeah, that... Like, my God. And then something else that can move that Frozen Trophy away. Yeah. Because I feel like that's that's an important part of it, too. Yeah. And again, that's kind of... I was just playing for dumb combos, so I was like, well, I can take one right here. And I waited too long to get my Beastmaster combo and my Poison combo, so here we are. Okay. It also left me with a pretty obvious pick for Bayou, which we'll get to later. Well, yeah, like, at that point... After Ophelia went, then you there was no reason for you to pick Bayou because no one else could yeah. pick Bayou. I could, yeah, and I could take one of two masters and, yeah, no, I'll get to it later. So I think that's actually the first what I've been referring to as dead factions because there's no point in the remaining person to pick something because they there's no way of them losing out. So um, all th- all the things that went first it was Bayou, which is kind of surprising. I also got the Bayou Versatiles by default because all the other Versatiles had been picked very uh, early. Good good point. Yeah, which I don't think that's that bad. Bayou Versatiles are pretty good. Yeah, I've, just, I've, yeah I've some things there. There are, there are a few of them that are pretty good, and then the rest are like, okay, whatever. They fit better in their keywords. Yeah. More on that later. Yes. All right. After Euripides went, uh, I was next, and I picked Molly Squidpitch. Not for any, like, super particular reason, uh, it's just, I love the character, Victoria loves the character, and the two models, the two masters I wanted from Resorts were already fucking taken, so. Molly Molly. sucks to face, so I don't think that's a weak pick. No, it's not, but also, to be able to use my Red Joker, I had to already pick something from uh, Resorts. Yeah, I like how the Red Joker is supposed to be, like, like the, the best pick, but actually there's several, like, peculiar restrictions on the way it's worded. I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, no, it's just interesting. Okay. But after me came a couple people, including our first Red Joker pick, which was... Well, we'll let him say when we get to him, but uh, down at the bottom of round seven, we've got Mr. Leergard again. Yes, and this rounds out the three sequential this is the master in the faction that I have, and it is why I picked Victoria in Outcasts. And I think it's a solid keyword. They're a little less subtle than a lot of my other picks, but um, I thought I felt safe enough with the uh, with the mercenary crew to to have them in the lineup if I needed uh, like a 
a cruise missile, basically. Yeah, I feel like Mercenary is pretty underrated. Yeah, you can do a lot of work with Battle Tempo. Yeah, I love Battle Tempo. It's a really good ability. Okay, Eli, round seven. So at this point, I got my favorite models. I got the combo that I wanted. I really wanted Tara uh, because I just I like the idea of how she works, and I didn't really want any of the other Outcast masters all that much. And a lot of them were gone at this point. A lot of them were gone, so there was I just I just picked the one that I knew I would want from the rest. Plus, I figured there might be some fun fairy mechanic uh, shenanigans I could do using Dreamer summoning. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. I haven't really looked too deep into that, but I'm sure there's something fun I can do. Plus Aeonius. Like, who doesn't love him? Apparently he's crab now. Yeah, apparently everyone now. Oops, I just told my friend to get it, and he did instantly. I mean, he's still pretty key to the Terra crew, so and I think I it's still fine. I think people just overreacted to how they nerfed him. As they do. <laughs> okay, well, you... All nerfs are an attack on me, personally. <laughs> exactly. We started round eight with you, Eli. And I went with Lynch because I just love the idea of the... I haven't played Lynch yet. I plan to soon, uh, as soon as I can. But I just love the idea of... Drugs. Yeah, drugs. That's what I like, is all of the drugs. No, I just I just like the, the play style, and I love Lynch throwing out Huggy. It's, as a Neverborn player, I appreciate a monster popping up next to you. Oh, yeah. Um, probably us. salty about him leaving in 3rd edition anyway, so bring him back in the fold. Not at all. Plus, yeah, that was an important thing. I wanted, uh, I have Dreamer and Lynch together, so Lynch can hire the, uh, the Stitch together again, where they belong. Uh, that new Huggy sculpt, uh, I just saw it for the first time the other day when, when I think Roman posted okay. it in the chat. That is amazing and very it's different. It's really cool. And it really makes me want that model, and it's I need Kitty Dumont. So one, yeah. I'm feeling I might just have to buy that box. It's not an ugly tadpole. Two, it fits on the base. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's better than Tui Huggy. It's Tui Huggy always better. reminded me. It's better than Alt Huggy because it'll fit on its base. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it always reminded me of, of that, of that uh, champion in League of Legends. I think it's Kog'Maw. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that walks around and spits goo at shit. Who plays League of Legends? Oh, I League of Legends. Anymore. But you better believe I remember everything. Okay, you're up next, Mr. Lurgard. I am, and I picked Sonya because, uh, well, I only had one meaningful pick left because my 10th round pick was already chosen for me because I'd have to take the Bioverse tiles. And at this point, I... Let me look at earlier. Is it... So I'm I'm picking, like, my... My two almost sequential ones strategically based on like which thing I think. If, if I want two things, I'm going to save the one that Eli can't technically take for the second <laughs> one. Otherwise, I would have taken Sonya first, probably. But, but Eli already had Lucius from Guild. But, uh, yeah, Sonya, I, I, I faced in 3E and I've played her a couple times in 3E. And yeah, I think she's, she's also in, in like a, a decent place where I don't think, uh, people think much of her really, but, uh, I think there's some shenanigans that you can play with her. So there's no like specific like pools or strategies that I was wanting to take her into, but of the remaining guild ones, I felt pretty good about that. Awesome. All right. We're up to me, and I finally used my red joker here in round eight to grab Professor Von Stuck. 
Got picked up Molly so that I could bring this around. I was just praying and hoping no one else would pull him out from under me, but grabbed the professor because he's he's really really good. And yeah. we're back up. We're finally back on 100 percent track for the uh, the strategy I had going initially. I changed up uh, my plans a couple times, but we're just going back to the original plan. And uh, he's just really good. Yeah, he is. And not only that, like I really like um, Anna Lovelace. Oh yeah, Anna's yeah. awesome. And I wanted mm-hmm. I wanted at least one gravity well. I really like that ability, and so it was either going to be von Stuck or von Schill. That's a good call. One of the Vons. One of the Vons. Oh, maybe maybe that's how we get it in Arcanist. We just need a character with Vaughn as part of their last name. Von S of some kind. <laughs> okay. Alright. Von Stan. Nate, give us your round eight and your round nine. Alright, well, since Doug was done taking the stuff that I wanted... <laughs> <laughs> what, what? What? Again? Was, were you going to read Joker no. and Von Stuck? Or? No, 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 no. I said, you're done. You were done. Okay. You, you stopped taking things I wanted. And I found, I w- I'd, spent a, I'd spent some time thinking about it since I lost the combos I wanted, and found another combo I liked. Um, <laughs> oh, so yeah. I went ahead and took Reva, and I red jokered in for Karis, which uh, Brian Schemes <laughs> has, had taken previously, uh, so that I could get the uh, the Pyre Marker combo. Oh, goody. That yeah. was a, actually, that was Roman that took Karis. Oh, that is Roman. Yeah, that makes sense. Of course it'd be Roman. It's understandable that you wouldn't be able to beat this. Yeah, I don't know how to... with what Roman did to his name. <laughs> and anyway, I can't. Okay, back to me, and I knew no one was going to take this. At least I, I was very confident no one was going to take this. So we finally get around to my Ten Thunders pick. And if I wanted to be well-rounded, I probably would have gone with Yoko, because she brings a lot to my weird amalgamation of a faction um, that isn't there. But instead, I said just... Double down on the theme, and I grabbed Ten Thunders May Fang, and it might have been just so that I got Sparks. If I'm being 100% honest, it might just be for Sparks. You know what? Fair. Because Sparks is just really good in just about everything, and if you got more people, more things that can protect him, say like a Guardian or something, he's going to stick around even longer. Sparks is good in anything where you get a lot of constructs, which... Is Hoffman not, not the Bayou faction normally? Uh, yeah, okay, fair. This is good. why most Bayou players don't really appreciate him. But outside of that, and when he can, you know, do what he's supposed to do and be around a bunch of robots, he's pretty happy. He's a happy gremlin. Is right. Sparks the only model in the game that can be taken in three factions? Uh, uh, no. Um. Uh. Crap. What's his name? It's a race. Who gets it first. Okay. Crockett, Crockett, damn it, Paul Crockett. Paul Crockett can literally be in half of the factions. He can be in uh, Arcanist, Guild, Guild, and Explorers. Yep. Because he is um, Explorers with Boss and Guild, because he's uh, Frontiersman, and he's uh, Chimera Chimera with Marcus, who's dual faction as well. Boy gets around. He is literally in half of the factions. Hey, Mr. Leergard, what'd you pick for round nine? Oh, I read Joker and Lucius. Yay. I, I was looking, and I, I broke all the rules, being the rebel that I am. And uh, yeah, I was looking at the rest of my lineup, and I was like, except for Zoraida, I don't have anyone that's really, like, indirect in the way that they operate. Everybody else I have is is pretty non-subtle, and uh, I've 
thought maybe picking Lucius would encourage me to paint him a little bit, <laughs> which uh, he's been like next in my in my queue for a long time. Nice. But uh, yeah, I, I like Lucius thematically, and I wanted. I was I was shocked that I, although I, I suppose I I used a red Joker illegally to get it, but uh, I was glad to get a doppelganger and Agent Forty Six because one of my things that I wanted to do was figure out the worst possible combination with Mimic that you could get in this amalgamated faction frozen that I've trophy. got. Oh wait, you don't have your pretty never mind. You can already do that. You can already do Frozen Trophy. I make that joke because I'm sure it's gonna like really difficult to pull off, but you're gonna have that one game where you're going to bury their entire crew. It'll happen yeah. someday, I swear. Yeah, yeah. someone's just gonna ruin yeah. someone with it and then like Thune's yeah. gonna get nerfed for no good reason. Here's yeah. here's Here's the Somebody question. Somebody else has already pointed that out, though, so I wanted to see what else I could do. Dane, um, if you... Excuse me, if, it's DZ. If you follow the rules... <laughs> Zidane. <laughs> if I followed the rules, what would have my pick have been? Yes. Putting me on the spot here. Yes, Ooh. I am. Maybe it would have been Guild Lucius. If uh, you followed the rules... Yes. Uh, I probably would have taken another like comfort neverborn pick like nekama i was ah. debating nekama when i when i chose titania but i figured titania was a safer and oh, probably more holy, okay no I, i'll get into that there's there's a couple things where like i i flirted with some really broken shit but missed out on it okay eli two best your round nine and your round ten all right I needed a Rezzers master and I chose Jack Daw for that because I think he's cool that's my only reason. And no, honestly, he's not honestly with, with the two picks you had left, I could have seen Seamus or Jack Daw working really well because Eli is a Dreamer main, and either of those masters and some of their models in a Dreamer crew would be yeah probably really fucking good. No, I just, yeah, there's a ton of shooting here, and just like yeah, just just Seamus in a Dreamer crew with the willpower duels he can put out, and also bringing a really good gun. Not bad. Not bad at Jack, all. Jack Daw with all the awful willpower yeah. shenaniganry he can do as a higher yeah. dreamer crew? Why not? Seems pretty good. No, yeah, I just... I felt like I could do more with Jack Daw. I've, I've, I've played against Jack Daw before, and I like some of the really cool things he can do. And I thought I could do more with those with the other things that I had. Yeah. Versus Seamus. Mostly if I got Seamus, it would have been for Seamus himself and a big gun. And I figured That's I could do thing. better. Although, no, honestly, I, I think Madam Sybil might be better in a Dreamer crew than a Seamus crew. No, I hadn't thought about that. Like, legitimately, thinking yeah, about right. it. You're right. Madam I Sybil would probably be really good in a Dreamer crew. Terrifying, Scarlet Temptation. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Big oof. 12-inch willpower targeting dual. New, new Dreamer henchman, Madam Sybil. Gross. <laughs> She's nightmarish enough. <laughs> yeah, she is. When she twerks, at least. I don't like this, looking at this or thinking about that at all. <laughs> all right, well, Eli. Well, Dreamer, Dreamer lost the lead, too, so now he needs somebody else with a whip. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so, so right, uh, I mean, fuck. Round 10, Eli. 10. So, uh... Spoiler. I definitely first choice uh, Zoraida on this. That was definitely what I wanted to do. Also an illegal pick. <laughs> Also an illegal pick. Technically, nobody called us on it. Actual first pick of Kaladi wasn't illegal. It just surprised <laughs> people. There was 
technically nothing in the rules saying no dead man's hand. But I want Zoraida because it it was it was too far into it to just shift things around like that. You yeah, fought for pretty hard at each other's throats. I, I will say I am not the least bit surprised you were going to be that guy. It wasn't it wasn't deliberate, honest. You just waited till literally no one else could benefit from grabbing. I discussed this beforehand with no one. He, uh, he did mention it twice in the chat. Did anyone I respond did. to him? You did. Yeah. What did I say? You, you said, said it was a majority, majority vote. And there was zero opposition. I was opposing it. And there were other people opposing it. Nobody voted against. Yeah, let's get into it again. Okay, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> fight, 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 fight. Technically, no. Eli is correct, but the reasons for not doing it are strong enough that Eli was chose not to do it. Technically, it Eli is correct because I because I okay, yeah, saying to vote right. for, saying to vote for it was my initial knee jerk reaction, but then I oh, thought I about it, it and it's like I this, is, it. like I want that sounds like a great idea, but just like pulling it on people at the very end just kind of it invalidates stuff. I honestly. I, I know it looks real sneaky, but that wasn't my intention. Oh, that's I just, fine. I just wanted to fight for it. Keep like going. if 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 verse, if if dead man hand, if dead man's hand was available, I would have fought for both. <laughs> I love it. DZ, you're killing me right now. Would have fought. Would have traveled. Would have found where you live, Eli. <laughs> this is why DZ gives us money. <laughs> I would have found where you lived and punched you in the face over Colody and trying to get Ramos. Oh fuck! <laughs> so yeah, tune in this next time what, when we do when we finally actually allow dead man's uh, hand in this draft. This is what Steampunk Scoundrels is all about, guys. Threatening to hurt each other. Yes, this is peak podcasting right now. <laughs> oh fuck! Okay, so, so you didn't cheat, and then you cheated. So yeah. what would have been your red joker pick if you would have followed the rules that technically we should have all followed? Uh, Probably Yuko. Yes. Yeah. I kind of figured you would have gone with Yuko eventually. Nobody picked Yuko. And the Red Joker rules specifically say you uh, pick Brian, a manager that has already Yuko. been picked. Yeah, Brian, Brian, picked, Brian picked it in round you, nine. That was his round nine pick. He would have. Oh, you would have Red Jokered for it. Yes. yes. Is it? Oh, okay. I'm blind. Yes. You are. Uh, but Cut Zoraida, that. Cut I chose Zoraida because of the Obey mainly. Yes, She's got yeah. all the good stuff, and because she brings me beasts to use with my uh, already Marcus. crazy Marcus-Ulix combo. Oh, God. Oh, she gives you the first mate. Oh, she's she got the good too. beast too. Oh, God. Oh, the whole Solarid family is great. Yeah, but especially the first mate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if you think about it, that's still a thing that can already happen. Yeah, but it takes a lot more effort rather than you pick Zoraida, therefore the first mate is in your, quote, faction. Therefore, yeah. you can just take the first mate with Marcus. Yeah, you're not having to In your weird Marcus Ulix crew. Disgusting. Ah, uh, this game is dumb. Why did we play this? <laughs> it's great. Oh, man, I'm, ha- I'm having a blast. You talk about <laughs> broken stuff that's never going to happen. I get to threaten Eli. Look, I can probably at least convince Roman to play a game with me doing this. <laughs> Someone's gonna, like, lose friendships over this. It's wonderful. Okay. Uh, Mr. Learguard, your last pick in round 10. Uh, it was the Bayou Versatiles, and I picked them because I know a lot about them, and I uh-huh. think they're good. Yeah, also, you have you all did, of them. And also, you didn't have a versatile. choice. Do get back to me on what it is that I know about them, 
and why they are good, though. Okay, okay, hold up. You have Gracie, and you have the Lucky Emissary. Good, yeah. you're done. You got it. You That's have all, all the you personals you need to know about. Yeah. yeah, and those, I'll I'll talk a bit more. I assume we're doing, like, a recap section. Hey, uh, yes. Gracie has ride with me. You're good. Yeah. She's our rider. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to ride with Gracie? Everyone. Everyone oh. wants to ride on the Pork Chop <laughs> Express. Oh, so no one. I said who wouldn't. Correct. Yes, my bad. I'm about like five drinks deep, so you'll forgive good, me good if job. I don't pick up on your words. Okay. We're up to Doug, and I had my pick of Neverborn Masters, because I was slow. And it's either Neverborn Marcus or Pandora. And while I probably could have used a more a, a better schemer in Marcus, Pandora's just more annoying. And so I went with Pandora. That is my line of reasoning. Also, yeah, you didn't have Kara, so I mean, Pandora just gives you Iggy, who's good. Yeah, he's good. Iggy's yeah. good, but also like Arson. Arson's a good ability. Ca- the so candy there. bomb works in a lot of things, and Candy's just incredibly frustrating if you're not ready for her. Also, yeah. Yeah. also yes. Um, so yeah, that was that was me. Pretty simple. Go ahead, uh, give us your reasonings for round ten. I'm gonna run to the bathroom, Nate, and then we'll take a like a two minute break. And then we'll just talk about our loot, okay? Wait. Are you running to the bathroom while he's saying his pick? Yes, I have to go really bad. Oh my god. I don't I don't think he cares about my value pick as much as I do. I mean, he like it's the most obvious pick out of what was left, and I'm like <laughs> okay. so surprised no okay. one grabbed it. Doug, Doug, let's be honest here. For me, this is almost as hard for me as it is you not picking Tony. Okay, fair. Because I, I was really that Doug had left. I love Wong. I adore <laughs> Wong. Tell us about that. You may absolutely take that out of context. <laughs> title episode. Title of the episode. I love Wong, but Freud? where's Freud? Is he here? Yeah, right. Is he in my room right now? Is he behind me? You'd like that, wouldn't you? Oh God! <laughs> but I had to go with Somer. One, it fits a a sub theme that I kind of realized was in my faction at this point, and just Somer is just better What's than the Wong. Theme? The name of my faction? Yeah, no, but you said he fits the theme of your faction. What is the theme? So at least I've got three pairs that have kind of, as uh, as we'll go into, we all named our factions. I called mine common interests because mm-hmm. I have three pairs that have common mechanics. I have Raspy and Euripides with the ice pillars. Mm-hmm. I have Reva and Karis with uh, pyre markers and fire. Yep. And I have Dashiell and Somer as mainline summoners. Okay, gotcha. I was just curious. Who, who, that who, was that was kind of the theme I saw going, and I kind of liked the idea of like either like subbing Dashiell into a Somer crew, just having double summoning going on, would be absolutely absurd. And then, you know, Zip and Yan Lo are very similar, can't you tell? Yeah, tell me more they about that. both love... Pianos. <laughs> oh yeah, it's in the floss. Yeah, Zip does it on the on the table, and Yanlo has a very rare and yeah. hard to find story about his love of pianos. Yeah, you got to go <laughs> digging for that one. But don't they also it, both it, like Yanlo? Yanlo is actually a um an old spelling of Yamaha. <laughs> That's a stretch. Doesn't, doesn't... Doesn't Yanlo have like an electric bolt for an attack, and Zip Zip has an electric gun? Um, Zip has an electric gun. Uh, does he has a zapper? 
He has a zip zapper. We don't know yes, what it correct. shoots. Uh, okay, come on. It's in the picture. It's in, it's in the picture. Oh, uh, Yanlo has the darkest magics. Oh, shit. Oh, jeez, wow. Did you put the microphone in your mouth? <laughs> Basically. Nice. I can't wait to hear how that sounds. It sounded good. I think uh, you're thinking I, of uh, Lo Pan from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. No I, relation to Yan Lo. No all. relation. How dare you? <laughs> it completely unrelated to Yan Lo. Just there's no connection. Um, yeah. Don't even look at Bert Jepsen and Gracie. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not no point that. at even considering any kind of connection to Big Trouble in Little China with Malifaux. That wouldn't be possible. What? Okay, how did we get on this topic? I was gone. Um, so I was. I, you don't I, leave. I went into um, my faction name of common interests and how oh. my all my uh, I have three um, pairings that work together or okay. have similar play styles with Raspy and Euripides, Reva and Karis, and Somer and Dashel, and Zip and Yanlo, and then Zip and Yanlo, who both love pianos. Okay, so we're we're going through our names first, and then we go through the the hall, the the broken shit. Okay. My faction name is called Ampersand and Friends. And if I was using the correct font, then the and symbol would be an ampersand. Because I'm clever. I thought mm. it wasn't on purpose, like as a joke. What? I thought it <laughs> wasn't I thought it wasn't an ampersand, like as a joke. Oh nope, that's what it comes out to in that particular font. Wow, it's a bad font choice then. Yeah. Well it's like the the handwritten quick ampersand, but like it looks more like a plus sign. It's a plus. Yep. Well, it's got the kind of the, the thicker loop on the left side, which... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's just a plus. Let's keep talking about the thing that the listeners can't see. Yeah. <laughs> that's good audio. Painting okay. a mental picture. So, if it wasn't obvious, I kind of had a thing for constructs in this. What? Well, yeah. So, Hoffman and Leviticus and a bit of Brewmaster and Sandeep can summon constructs and Oleg von Stuck and Mayfang. All of them have constructs associated with them. Um, yeah. What a surprise. That and was, then, honestly, like, if I had gotten the Brewmaster McMorning combo, I was going to try to go for May Fang, so I could try to make a broom, like a poison construct, whiskey gammon build work with um, Cooper Jones. Okay. But yeah, and then Molly fell into that, and Pandora, I mean, Pandora and Molly don't really fit in that description whatsoever, but there's not a lot of constructs in um, Rezzers or Neverborn. So if the model, if the, the crew I wanted gets taken before I can grab them, I'm, I'm kind of screwed. Those what are the and friends. Yeah, those what are is, the friends. What does Ampersand and friends have to do with constructs? Ampersand is sort of like the haven for all the rogue constructs. They live there. It's their town. Oh. Yeah, wow. that's an actual thing in Malifaux. It's yep. kind wow, of deep. The, um, Von Schill goes there to recruit Lazarus. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's neat. Yep. So that's how I got my name. All right. Oh, God. All right. Zidane. What? What? My faction You're... name is all the sexy ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> because if you look at my lineup, you will see that I picked Zareda. <laughs> Eli? Yep. You um, picked Eli? No, I'm done. That was my reasoning. Okay. Right. Right <laughs> no, hold, hold up. Let's just let's just be glad Dreamer wasn't in your lineup when you picked this name. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. 
Didn't have him. Well, now that I mentioned that, I'm surprised Eli didn't name his faction that. Hey. Hey, I gotta, oh, I gotta oh, make the, I gotta make, gotta make the pedophile joke like every once in a while. I thought, I mean, okay, you're the one who picked Leviticus. Yeah, you could also not do that. Okay, could you though? But I guess if you're looking, I do also have the Victorias and Asami Tanaka and Sonya Crid and Titania. So there's a lot of sexiness going around. So, uh, and hey, Hoffman. Okay, I'll agree on Hoffman, but. I mean, Asami's kind of got a potato face. And a mouth on the back of her head. Let's but, not impo- forget the yeah. important detail. Okay. Well, it, I mean, how, how, how much are you seeing her from behind, really? Uh. Hey, Eli! What'd you name your queen? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we missed the most important sexy one in his, his lineup. Dr. Bioversitals. Oh, yeah, him. You're both. Oh, uh, and the Bioversitals. The Bioversitals are. Filling out the menagerie of sexiness. Giving us some <laughs> tech over here. Again, <laughs> let's stop talking about Gracie. McTavish at peak manliness. Oh, yeah. Eli! <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I just realized. He's got a neck collar. Wait, hold on. One last thing on DZ's Bayou <laughs> Versatile pick. That gives him the Bayou Gremlin as a versatile pick. <laughs> sure does. I want to see by a, a full. Eight Bayou Gremlins in a Lucius crew and see what can happen. <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> Want to know. Yes. Alright. They all had the, like, the draw a card when you take an action oh. outside your turn. That'd be I fun. mean, they have draw a card when you die. That's true. Eli, go before you get interrupted again. Alright, so I've... Wait, I, one I, more I, thing about DZ's lineup. <laughs> <laughs> My my faction is called the Antisocials because they are. <laughs> I mean, the most social one on the list is like Lucius. I mean, Lynch is a bartender. Lynch. Yeah, but uh, he's, he's not actually the bartender though. He's just the owner. Like he's got somebody else to tend bar. Yeah, he's, he's the Al swear engine. I mean, he's still like he's he's like the owner who shows up and you know like. Plays, you know, plays nice with everyone, but I get, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Zero close (laughs) friends, and like even, even Lucius, like, yeah, Lucius falls into the same thing where he's pretty social, like as far as like people seeing him, but doesn't actually have quote friends, and tries to avoid people as much as possible when he's not currently manipulating them. Just enemies at arm's length. (laughs) When is that? You got. Dreamer, who like I, I would argue, I would argue Dreamer is too social. True. Uh, you got yeah, Marcus, who literally went out into the woods to stay away from other humans because he thought they sucked. Now because nature is a lot better. Yeah, he you just look, started hanging out with Neverborn. Ulix didn't even show up to the election. Yeah, yeah Ulix doesn't go near anybody. You got Tara, who doesn't have. She has got what one hireable human in her group? Two. I don't if you know. Count if you count the dude inside uh, the belly of <laughs> Talos, <laughs> I don't think he can. All right. So the sign of the void count. That's like half human. Can he talk? Okay. I think it's two a she and, actually. Two and a half humans. <laughs> is that uh, a, is that a new oh. show starring Charlie Sheen? Two and a half humans. That's the one. Please no. Yeah, it was canceled before it premiered. It was too problematic. Charlie Sheen as Tara. 
Oh no. Please no. Sheen as the nothing beast. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Sheen is the man inside Talos's belly. Okay, I'm back to being interested. That's All right. Sucks. All right, hall time. And we just st- we'll start back up at the top. Nate. Uh my faction is called Common Interests because my my common theme was it's just these kind of combos of masters who had similar mechanics. The, the first one I grabbed had been Rasputin and Euripides, where they've both got ice pillars to play off of and have mechanics that deal with such. Uh, the next one I had was Reva and Karis with uh, Pyre Markers and Burning. And then I kind of realized when I was making my Bayou pick that Somer uh, kind of fit with Dashiell as a like a mainline summoner. And uh, yeah, we have Sip and Yan Lo with their appreciation for pianos. Whether or not Jan Lo realizes it yet. Excellent, excellent. I like he, he could. I could totally see him pulling out the skills as a concert pianist. <laughs> pianist. I mean, he's lived. <laughs> he's lived long Someone enough that he's basically. He yeah. He's gotten Quote, bored. Lived. So I'm trying to help you here. Listen, it's Zip. I understand that he's disruptive. He disrupts the theme of my faction. It's fine. Oh yeah, it's very. Meta. And then. Jan Lo is Jan Lo, and he's an asshole. Yes, agreed. You could go with everybody around them wants them to die. Ah, there we go. Fair. Jan Lo and Zip as the masters who kind of don't really fit in their factions. They're dual faction masters. Exactly. Well, I I would argue that Zip is the appropriate amount of gremlin annoying, but that's just me. He's so gremlin annoying that even the gremlins are tired of his shit. (laughs) Just a little too extra. Okay, and Jan Lo's like the boomer of Ten Thunders. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Yeah, that tracks. There, I did it. He's he's leaving the world of Malifaux a complete shit mess. <laughs> then Masaki's over in her throne or whatever, like, okay, boomer. Okay. <laughs> Any other ridiculous combinations you can think of, or... No, that's really the main the main theme I had going. Riva and Rasputina. Ah, yes. That's the one. Real opposites. Karis and Euripides. You know, Reva makes all these corpse markers that she wants to attack out of, and Rasputina and her crew keep eating them, and Reva just gets really <laughs> upset about it. <laughs> like, yeah. it, I need those! It's a, it's a mini-game that you're playing with yourself, the internal. <laughs> of the... Yeah, I'm not actually playing a game against my opponent. I'm playing Rasputina <laughs> versus Reva. But like in a passive aggressive way where they're not yeah. attacking each other, they're just like oh, interrupting geez. each other. Oh man. Jesus. Okay, so now you've got Reva, which means you can bring a Sura, which means you can summon mindless zombies. Which means uh, they're friendly to you. Sura's not keyword, I don't think. I could have sworn she was uh Reva. No, I, I think she used to be in the beta, but I don't think she is. She was in second edition. Nope, she's just first still. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah she's not revenant. Okay, that's very disappointing. Never mind. You can't do that. I was going to say that uh, you could use Rasputina to start eating the, you know, mindless zombies because they count as corpse markers to you. I mean, she can still do that with corpse candles. So, my totems. Okay, fair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to, to attack through with Reva. If you would have grabbed um, Resurrectionist Versatiles, then you could also basically have a food cart in the Gravedigger. Yeah, but I think we all remember what the literal first pick of the draft was. Yeah, we do. We do. 
And I also, when I made that pick, had planned on having McMorning in my set, so... <laughs> okay. We all but see then, how that went. <clears throat> but then you lost the race to round six. Yeah, you, we, you, you know, you were going to jump on it, but it got scooped out from under you. You had no time to plan for round six. I yeah. was a fool! <laughs> okay. Uh, Doug time. Just so, as I said before, I started off wanting to do as many constructs as I fucking could. I felt like that would be a relatively powerful thing. Not sure entirely how broken it would be, but it'd be powerful. And then part of the way I was like, you know what, it'd be also fun if I just grabbed all the poison dudes and see what shit they could do. But that got ruined, so I went back to, hey, let's just grab all the constructs. So, it turns out, if I would have grabbed Masaki, I think I would have all the summoning henchmen in the game is that mm. about is that about right wow so that was completed by accident but like my initial thing is like you know what would be really good if i could bring hinabatsu and vasilisa into crews where they could just do their thing really really well and now i can have all the scrap generation i want for vasilisa who can give me stitch to her perfectly balanced yep also, I can just... I, I heard they suck now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely terrible. Well, no then one I can, should play them. Then I, can, I read that. Then I can do um, Wicked Dolls yeah. or something. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, plenty of, like, just all the support I could bring for Constructs. And then I've, for some reason, had it in my mind that Leviticus was a Construct. Ah, no, he's just got, metal he's just arm got and like, metal leg and yeah. metal spine. I could have sworn he was at some time. Maybe, like, changed during the beta, but... That doesn't that doesn't ruin everything. I was just like, oh man, I could just bring like freaking um, steam fitters to just generally be useful in all this stuff. True. I pulled up Levy's card to see what you're saying, and he is so grumpy. He oh, is a grumpy too. boy. Just a grumpy boy. <laughs> it's true. He, he does have a metal arm. I thought he one, just had like those needles on it, like scarecrow. But one grumpy lad. Yeah. That's I mean. Bad. It also gives me all the stuff that comes with Leviticus, which is also just really good. Yeah, scavengers. You get scavengers, yeah. I get right, scavengers. Right. Ashes and dust. I'm sure there's I some need, screwing stuff there. I need scavengers. Oh my god. Um, anything, anything other, like, broken shit that I can think of? I was gonna say, like, the original rules I had would allow you to elect any viable leader as an option to be drafted. And did that just to, like, give people the maximum amount of freedom and, as well, allow them to sacrifice, like, a master slot for getting the models they really, really wanted. And with that in mind, I had, I had you know, already strategizing, and I realized, like, if you could just grab Hinamatsu, uh, that would get you all the puppets and all of the freaking um, Key and Gong stuff. Yeah. Which have been yeah. really powerful. But, anyways, that was those other things. That was that. I missed out because the Bayou upgrades, there was a couple like really stupid combinations. I didn't get around to like grabbing them. And that's my mistake on one. One of them that already went, but like, think of <coughs> inferiority complex on a mature Nephilim for a moment. Oh. <laughs> what, is, oh. what is the inferior to? I Apparently <laughs> everything, because then it has bully. It has and bully and, and it's ruthless. and it's ten soul stones. So most of the game, <sighs> it's getting a free suit. Yeah, so this sad. is why Bayou doesn't have ten soul stone minions. <clears throat> yeah, the best 
The best one we have is a nine soulstone war pig, which still folds like paper. As Bayou tends to do. It is. I'll just let the listeners tell me what I've forgotten about how my stuff's all broken. Okay? I'm sure I'm I'm sure I'm I've won out of all the people here for sure, definitely. Ah, yes. Well yeah, you obviously won. You took everything I wanted. <laughs> I won I won because I got Leviticus and Serena Bowman, end of story. Serena Bowman. Serena Bowman. Um, yep, yeah, okay. Let's Is move on. Mr. Mr. Learguard, talk tell us about all the cool stuff you got. Excuse me, it's Dane. <laughs> uh, so my main thing that I wanted to do after we finished was to go through and just find all the worst mimic pairings that I had in the faction. Oh that yeah, I, I picked up a doppelganger. I guess I should have mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, you should have done this too. <laughs> but I did do this. Oh uh, yeah, Doug took Neverborn versus Isles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm curious who got the best mimic action. But uh, so I've got a list here of things that I'd like to mimic, and some of these you already can do through some some weird like pairings and stuff. But whatever. So <laughs> Doppelganger can mimic things at stat seven, and Agent Forty Six can do it at stat six. And the first one I found when going through my list, I was mostly looking at non Neverborn and Guild stuff because those are already options, but my first one is Toss, anyway, because that targets oh. eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh, do you have any... Do you have any up we go? Uh, <laughs> no, there's only two of those, right? Karis and, and Zip. Zip. Oh, God. And you can oh, only... And, and Zip is not Zip would be so dumb. Karis, yeah. Zip, and... Um, uh, I should have gone for a Mimic. <laughs> but mimic, mimic, the ability is non-master only, so... Uh, oh, never mind. Yeah. Why can't I remember her name? The Karis analog no! by you. Maris, Maris. Maris. Thank you. So LaCroix has up you go. So if you have Ophelia, oh. if you have Ophelia, and Ophelia or Zip, no, no, if you have Zip, you can do it. So if you have Ophelia or Zip and a Mimic, then you can do it. Which you don't. <laughs> which you well, don't. Is the next which no one does. No one has that, so that's not an option. So oh, That'd be so yeah. good. Stat seven that. against size. Yeah, it's not resisting that would be like uh, putting uh, two even, gremlins in a jelly suit on like a bad juju for a size five. Yeah. That would be that would be like the best option, and even then you're still minus two. Yeah, done. Okay, so toss was my first one because I thought that would be funny. I think. Uh, uh, Pairing Lucius, or pairing uh, one of the mimics with Joss, and copying Arcax and Discharge together would be interesting because he's not supposed to have the. You're just running like two of those in a crew would be oh, funny. Yeah, because one of those bombs is already is already real annoying. Um, let's see, copying an Akaname's barbed tongue, which is Ooh. range two. I think it's one two four automatic poison. And built-in slow. No, it's a built-in trigger to your poison, and it slows. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Hold up. I'm holding. (laughs) I just had a thought. Okay. That's rare. That's good. This might not actually be that good, but it might at least be interesting. Uh, Gotta find Doppelganger. Gotta read how Mimic works. Non-bonus actions. I may treat the select actions or depend on the card. Yeah, you have the action on your card until the end of the turn. Cool, 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 cool. It's better be good. Okay, okay. So, okay. Doppelganger 
This is real stupid, but I love it. <laughs> and you have Asami. Perfect. Yes. You can take Akaname and copy a... F- oh, no, that's a bonus action. Fuck! Wow. <laughs> we are wow. all disappointed. You don't think I saw that? I've got my list right here, sir. <laughs> I'm Excuse me. All right, let me go. Continue. I'm going to seppuku myself. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> can we send someone to his house to make sure he's dead? I can, I can do on that. Okay. We'll have a follow-up episode on that. Okay. Or something. Um, so Amenozako, I think Savage Bite is a really, really good attack. That would be fun to copy. Nothing special about that one except the triggers. Um, Miasma and Burls and Flies would also be interesting to have two of those running in a crew um, because it's a huge hazardous aura. And then uh, Bio Smuggler has Pilfer, so I could have uh, somebody who can steal more Soul Stones. And then finally, oh no, there's two more. Lucky Emissary Steamroller. Where they move twelve inches and move over stuff. I've been resurrected, by the way. <laughs> oh, good. I've been resurrected by the mention of Steamroller on oh, yes. Doppelganger. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I can that. That would work. I absolutely love that. Push twelve inches. Do it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, actually, the uh, the Bayou versatiles are really doing it for the mimic. Oh my God! Uh, yes. Oh my Jesus Pigapult. Christ! Because Pigapult is there too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, I just see a doppelganger. Yeet! Yep. Yeah, that's how I'm picturing it, too. And, <laughs> oh, this is the best. 12 Who knew? Bayou Vers- Versatiles. Yeah. And, the key, and to, the key to breaking mimics. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just a doppelganger and, and Agent 46. In the back, you hire four Bayou Gremlins, and they each just toss... Yeet the fuck out of those guys. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So there's funny options there. I'm not sure there's anything truly broken, except I, I would love to see a stat 7 toss and like what an opponent tried to do about that, because that would make scoring some schemes and denying some schemes really, really a pain in the ass. And I also realized like I was so focused on finding the funny slash broken mimic pairings that I completely neglected that I have like the Obey Master in the game. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I didn't think about what Zoreda could do with, like, a friendly peacekeeper. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, I'll write an essay about that and submit it in the comments. <laughs> I will expect that essay to exist. Okay. Yeah, I would like one, one die, please. You can have it. She's got it for you. It's Zoreda obeying a peacekeeper. Or a Jorgumo, or... Oh, there's a right in a Asami crew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Alright, DZ1. Got it. <laughs> she can get some extra tosses out of my Pigapult copying. <laughs> you know, the, the, that is, that is my favorite copy. thing. That is my favorite thing we found so far. If you had a Pigapult that I am Kojo with yeah. uh, Lucius as well. Yeah. And Rida. Yep. So I can also launch people into space. <laughs> oh, I do get a pine box. Okay. I guess I forgot the forgotten Marshall had a, still had a pine box attack. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh. 
Yeah, I don't think I ended up with any any pine boxes, so that would have been a fun one too. Oh yeah, very very fun. But you can do that in guild already, so that's not special to me and the sexy ones. Yeah, so, but the doppelganger, me, all, all the the doppelganger costs less, and the stat is higher. Yeah, it's true. Also, you could hire doppelganger in. Um, God damn it! I keep missing the bonus actions. Fuck, I'm stupid. Never mind. I'm just not talking. Sword. No, so the sword around argument. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. Uh, like I'm, I'm quickly going through. It's like, what else can I? What can I? What can I break here? What's breakable oh, here? I'm still thinking about Zareda and Peacekeeper and how, like, Zareda's crazy card draw makes it trivial to discard cards for flurry. Oh, yeah. I like that. I may have to do that in the imaginary games we play with these. No, there's nothing I have that puts negatives on willpower duels, is it? No, there's not. Is that just Kabuki's? Doesn't Jackdaw have something like that? Somewhere? I don't have Jackdaw. Well, you asked if there was anything else. Sorry, that's that's a good point. <clears throat> um, that's all I got. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I also have Toss. Okay, never mind, I'm fine. Toss for everyone. I mean, we, we get Toss from the same source. <laughs> mine's just... Mine's just... Gibbled. Okay. Eli. Yeah. What 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 good stuff do you have? So one of the one of the things that I the main things I was looking at was also like what can I mimic and uh, so yeah I have toss as well uh, I have hungering darkness with an obey ah oh. yeah <laughs> so I just want to bring a doppelganger and agent forty six and have them also obey things plus that obey gives uh, brilliance with the trigger so that could lead to all sorts of fun shenanigans does Huggy does his obey have the mask built in yes okay that's nice because the doppelganger and, and agent can take obey from guild lawyer but they do not have the mask built in so if you could steal it from somebody that did that would be good yeah yeah that, they, it has the mask and it the mask gives the trigger that gives brilliance oh nice. yeah um that was that was the big thing there's something else i had was the writer where she obeyed someone else and it was super funny but i lost i forgot what no, I wasn't as I wasn't as thorough as DZ here with his list. <laughs> I when I was writing that list, I was writing in the notes of my fake crew in the app, and I was like, "Why can't you have a new line in this notes section? Whoever made this sucks and should yeah, fix right? it. <laughs> they should really make this app better. This is unusable garbage <laughs> app. Nobody uses it. I can't believe that nobody ever brought this to the developer's attention. Before. I can't believe it's not butter. What? Uh, what? Uh, okay. Yeah, um, we also we, we also have like the the fun shenanigans I mentioned earlier, where we got like all the beasts with Marcus and the pigs with Marcus. I do like that. It's gonna be fun. I I really want to see Marcus and a Ulix crew. That sounds like <laughs> the best time. That was a good Saturday night. That that just uh, that that hurts me. You know what? The I best bet, way. I bet they would get along too. Oh no, absolutely. Unlike and, I, and Euripides, who would probably be like, I, I pointed like, this out a while ago. Like at least meta wise, like it went from Marcus being like. If you're playing Ulix, Marcus is like a bad matchup. Like you're going to get owned by Marcus in second edition. Now it's the other way around because like, like Ulix and every other model in his crew has an uh, obey that's better against beasts. 
So, Ulix is actually now the better matchup against Marcus. But Marcus Oops. into a Ulix crew, absolutely terrifying. What other beasts do you have here? I'm, trying to, I'm looking through your other masters. Actually, and I had, yeah, that's a, another way to look at it. I hadn't considered what beast can Ulix now hire that his, uh, his Sui models can obey. I mean, it doesn't matter. You have... The, mar- uh, the options available to Marcus and the pigs, and the goal is going to be Ulex running a bunch of pigs, and then you just put Marcus in and upgrade the war pigs and make them monsters. You also, Marcus has his ability is technically worded such that like all beasts in your faction are versatile to him. So oh, yeah, anything that like any surprise beasts in any of the other crews, he can buy at cost. Or you know, if you're playing Marcus, it's what you have war pigs. <laughs> and all the Solaris. You have, have, no, you have uh, war picks. You have You, you have, have Gracie. Yeah, the first mate. You have the, the armor two pig. Big disappointment, the nothing beast isn't a beast. Oh I I, I honestly looked that up like ten seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's in the name, come on. Apparently not. He's the nothing beast in name and nothing else. Literally mm. nothing. Nothing beast as in not a beast. More nothing than beast. You know what, even with all this stuff, I don't think I can make Angel Eyes good. Oh. <laughs> it's my wife's favorite model, how dare you. I mean, if you had guild upgrades, you probably could. Ooh, ex- well, I guess Expert Shot is probably going to duplicate a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, f- um, guild upgrades, if you would have grabbed Iron Sights, holy oh, yeah. shit. Expert shot on um, gunsmiths. Oh, you are permanently out of positive. If only anyone had grabbed iron sides. Yeah, if only anyone had grabbed iron sides. Really sad what happened to her. Honestly, Honestly, (laughs) I grabbed grabbed Sandeep confident that Uh you, my friends, would have Uh my back. And pick my girl. The betrayal of oh. Tony Ironsides. Yeah, oh, the see. betrayal you, is from you guys against me. You uh, wanted uh, your friends to ask her to the dance so that yeah. her feelings weren't hurt, even though you didn't want to. Okay, let's be honest here. Some, she intimidates me. I would never her. ask her to the dance. What? She intimidates me. Oh. Yeah, but is this, imagine. Is this your way of like trying to prove to her that like <laughs> you're worth her time because oh, you're with Megan her. He's negging her. Yeah, you're you're hoping she'll she'll like try to steal you from Sandeep. Yeah, make her jealous. That's a good idea. <laughs> Sandeep's the big news these days. These days, fuck. Dude's been big news since he fucking came out. This is true. And you got him. He's all yours. All, all you had to do was betray your true love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh joy. Needle She's like, <laughs> she told um, me. Yeah, I think I think that's that's it for us. Okay, well, um, yeah, we'll call it good. Thanks for coming on, guys. It was a blast. We'll yeah. maybe play a few games here and there, and we'll definitely have another draft where Eli can finally take Kaloti, or I can take Kaloti from Eli. That'll be my first pick. So fuck you. Uh, you um, better hope Doug's first pick, and he's before you. Yeah, you better oh, hope God, it shakes no out in your ever. favor, boy. Oh wait, there was one other thing I wanted to ask. It's what where, what is the most strategic position in a snake draft? I've, uh, I want to say first 
first or last because the, having the double pick felt really good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm first gets the first pick, like that one thing that everyone's going to go after. The first person gets it, and then from then on, they got double picks. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, feel, so, I feel like I had a really strong position, and I completely squandered it. <laughs> to be clear, there's, there's honestly it was the perfect place to put me because I was always going to squander it. Yeah, no. So there's two there's two things here. One is what is the best position, and what I'm asking is what is the most strategic position. Like, where is the biggest opportunity for like the really calculated? Honestly, picks? maybe where you were at because, like you were saying, like you were thinking about what Eli couldn't take. Yeah. So that that, that was going to be my answer. Like you could see, like basically what everyone else had taken, make a pick. Like you basically had a double pick minus like whatever Eli was going to take. Yeah, but I got. But you had an idea of what he was going to do, anyways. Yeah, where I, I, I thought about this a lot. I th- what I came out with was like the one quarter and three quarter marks are like where you have yeah. the most strategy because at the beginning yeah. and end you just get two in a row and then you're out for twelve picks or whatever. So and maybe in, in middle, second or second to last. Yeah, in the middle you don't really get like you can't really predict what's going to happen. There's too many picks yeah. between your. Like when you're in the middle, you might as well just not pay attention until you go again. Yeah. That's fair. No, I yeah, I completely agree. Maybe even yeah, that second or second to last pick is actually mm-hmm. maybe stronger. Not saying I did anything good with it, but I mean, yeah, it seemed oh, to empowered scoundrels. Do people actually expect things good from us? I don't know. Has anyone made it this far in the episode? <laughs> if you did, comment below. Is this YouTube? Okay. Yeah, no, YouTube? I, no, no one. I don't comment. Comment somewhere. Subscribe. Uh, say yeet, hit the bell. Yeet. Say yeet in the comments. Smash wherever that you button. see this, and I will know if you say yeet that you have listened to the episode. Yeah, it'll trigger your yep. your trawlers on the and, internet. And I will I will heart react your yeets. Aww. I mean, no one still the, has mentioned the that they found the Easter egg from the anniversary, so that's why I don't think anyone listens this far. I just today got to the part where you referred to an Easter egg in some other episode, and I'm like, I don't even know what to look for. Well, try. So I listened to the whole thing, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, you didn't listen to the whole thing, sir. Is it at the end? It's at the end. Okay, then I guess I didn't listen to the whole thing. No, if you didn't! I'll go yeah. back and do it. I'll make it up to you. Okay, alright. Thank you, Nate! Oh yeah, I'm Nate. <laughs> thank you, thank thank you, Nate. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Mr. Learguard. I mean, um, uh, Mr. Zeke. Steezy. I mean, Mr. Dane Zeke. Mr. Zeke. Mr. Zedane. Garter of the Lears. Steven. Thank you, Learguard. Steven. Eli. Learguard. Eli hasn't yeah. said words in a while. Thank you for coming on. Where is Eli? Um, did, <laughs> we, did we get a hold of him? Forget him. <laughs> Did he ever come on? Uh, we're gonna have to do a whole Eli- uh, episode with just Eli. Oh <laughs> God, no, so no. Episode. The Eli episode. <sighs> All right, and I thanks to me happen. for putting up with you guys, and thanks to you listeners for listening. You're welcome. And as I always say, fun as always, King. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.
songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.